Our scripture this morning comes from Numbers chapter 6. Here are these very familiar words. <laughs> the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Will you pray with me? Holy Lord, we thank you for your word and for this time that we can come and gather, that we can be in your presence, whether here physically in person or through technology. God, we thank you that we are still united by your spirit. Gracious Lord, I now pray that you would take these words of mine, that you would turn them from water into wine. God, taking the very simple things of this world and, and doing even a miracle with them here in our midst. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. So as I was realizing that Sunday school was starting and, and uh, we were going to be praying that blessing, I thought, well, who doesn't love Sunday school? I mean, as a child, it was like my favorite thing. And there are so many, well, I guess I'm not really, I wouldn't really want to go back and like sit in those little tiny chairs, right? I mean, who wants to squat in that chair? No, thank you. But, um, but I, I just loved Sunday school and it was just always so much fun. And the teachers just pour so much energy and time into, into making it a, a, just a great experience. And for me, it's tied up in so many songs. I don't know about you, but for me, a song just, it's like I can't forget it once it's put to a song. For example, I am horrible with historic dates. I can't. I just, those numbers, my brain doesn't like them. I don't know. So I know about Columbus. But for the longest time, I could not tell you the date until Amy Grant, several years ago, right, a contemporary Christian artist, she came out with this song, and I, I don't even remember the rest of the song. If I thought long enough, I could figure it out. But, but the first line of that song is, in the year of 1492, when Columbus the ocean blue. I can't forget it now. In the year of 1492, Columbus sailed the ocean blue. And some of you are going, yeah, but you could just like say that phrase. And no, it had to be put to music before I remembered it. And the thing about music, right, is that there are songs that we could sing right now and you could all join in with me. I, I guarantee it. The B-I-B-L-E. Yes, that's the book for me. I stand alone on the word of God, the B-I-B-L-E. Yep, there's one of them. We all know Jesus loves me. This I know, for the Bible tells me so, right? We all know, well, I don't, maybe not all of us, but you may know Zacchaeus was a wee little man and a wee little man was he. And all of a sudden, we know the story of Zacchaeus because we can sing the song, right? We can sing the songs. Now, some of you probably won't know this song. And it is very much part of my age group <laughs> from Sunday school. There was a, 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 a series called Salty. It was a songbook. 
And one of my favorite songs was the butterfly song. And I just have to sing you one of the verses because it's just so fun. It's not the first verse, but it's my favorite verse. And it goes like this. If I were a wiggly worm, I thank you, Lord, that I could squirm. And if I were a crocodile, I thank you, Lord, for my big smile. And if I were a fuzzy wuzzy bear, I thank you, Lord, for my fuzzy wuzzy hair. But I just thank you, Father, for making me me. That fuzzy wuzzy bear, I'm sorry, that was amazing. I just loved that part. But that's not the point of the song because the chorus is because you gave me a heart and you gave me a smile, you gave me Jesus and you made me your child. So I just thank you, Father, for making me me. And our kids need to know that that God has made each one of us so unique and special and that we can thank God for making us who we are. Whether we're butterflies that can fly, whether we're worms that squirm, whether we're fuzzy wuzzy bears, right? We can thank God for making us who we are. And you're like, okay, but what does that have to do with this text this morning? Well, this text is one that that we hear regularly. It's one that we're probably familiar with, right? You might not be able to say, oh, I know that's from number six, verses 24 through 26, (laughs) right? But you're familiar with it. Why? Because it's a blessing that we've heard again and again. And maybe, I, I mean, I was at a funeral yesterday and that pastor ended that service with this blessing that here from number six. You know that for me, I, I like to use a blessing that comes from 2 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 14. Maybe you didn't realize this, but when I say the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the fellowship of the Holy Spirit, that is a quotation from 2 Corinthians chapter 13. Because the word of the Lord is is full of these blessings and, and these promises and these things that we need to be reminded of. And so while I started out with song, I promise I'm going to end with song too. You can get ready for that. Um, but, but we have this blessing from our, our Jewish brothers and sisters that, that they honor the scriptures and they use this very same blessing? Of course they would, right? Of course they would. This blessing is is called the priestly blessing. It was what God gave to Moses and told him, Moses, teach this to Aaron and his sons because they are the priestly line and they are to speak this over my people. And then God said, and I will bless them. It was an emphatic, I will bless them. So I thought maybe it would be helpful if maybe we just took a couple minutes and talked about this blessing because unfortunately we allow the the repetition of verses and and songs to, to just kind of get lost. The meaning just gets lost and we don't really pay attention often because we're just so familiar with it. So I just wanted to take a couple minutes and and just speak a little bit about these verses. 
these verses, um, you know, again, this is stuff that we miss because we're not in the in the ancient Hebrew. We just translate it to look and and help us understand in English what these words might mean. But there's so much more to it. So, so there's all there's this understanding of completeness. There's only 15 words in Hebrew make up those three verses. The first verse, verse 24, it's three words. Verse 25 is five words. Verse 26 is seven words. And seven is a number of wholeness and completion. That's significant. God doesn't do things by chance. He does things on purpose. And so let's just unpack just a little bit. So the Lord bless you, right? Well, that's kind of a, a nice feeling and thought, right? Oh, that, that I would have blessings. What does that mean? Well, well, it, it means for us, something we need to, to bring to that in our understanding is that when God blessed them, it, it also carried with it this completion of the covenant he had given to Abraham. So it's not just that we had have some good stuff in our life, but, but that we would continue to acknowledge the fulfillment that God promised Abraham. He would be a father of many nations. And God has continued to multiply those generations. And we have found ourselves in lands of abundance. So there's a physical representation where we multiply and have in abundance. The Lord bless you and keep you, right? We say that in the Lord's prayer that, that God would keep us from temptation. And, and that, is, that is what this blessing says, that we would be kept from, kept from sin, kept from temptation, kept from acting in any way that would, that would hinder our participation in this covenant with the Lord. So the Lord bless you and keep you has kind of that physical, uh, that sustaining type understanding to it, that your, your basic needs would be fulfilled. Then the next verse, we get a little deeper. The Lord make his face shine upon you is the very meaning of his presence being with us. Anytime God made a covenant with God's people, he would make his presence known among them. He would reveal his presence, even turn, even reveal his face. He would make his presence known. So it's not just that we would have what we need, but that we would know of God's presence with us. His face would shine upon us, that we would know his presence and that he would be gracious to us in that love, in that, that generous, unconditional love that we know and receive, not only that we receive, but that we then are able to give. It's this fully understanding God's presence, not just when we're in worship, not just when we've got our Bible open, but a constant presence always with us. So that sounds kind of personal, Right, we're getting into, into a little more personal, but then it goes one step deeper. The Lord turn his face toward you. You know, when, I, when I've heard these and thought of it in the past, it kind of felt redundant to me. His face to shine upon you, turn his face toward you. 
there's got to be a difference there. Well, yes, there is a difference. Because whenever he says, the Lord turned his face toward you, it becomes very personal. It becomes individual. It's saying out of the seven plus billion people on this earth, he sees you, he knows you, he hears you. So he is going to turn his face toward you. If he sees even me, how, how much more do we come to understand his great love for us and, and come to an experience of peace? But wait, it's not the peace that we think of, right? It's not just like an absence of chaos. Right? It's, not, it's not a quiet house without screaming children. It's not, it's not that kind of peace. But peace, the word is shalom, I always used to, I had a friend that always used to say shalom. And I was like, oh, aren't you cool? Using a fancy word for peace. <laughs> but, but if we're really going to use that word shalom, then we need to recognize the greater meaning that comes with it. Because it doesn't just mean what we think of as peace. Right? It's, it really it gets pretty deep and broad. To, to say shalom, that we would know and receive God's shalom, it's this profound sense that God wants our greatest good. That God wants us to know not just peace, but harmony and wholeness, completeness, prosperity, welfare, tranquility. You might say, shalom. In other words, may you be filled with a complete and perfect peace and be full of well-being. That's a little different than peace, <laughs> right? <laughs> So to know then that last verse, just, just, just bring it home saying, not only does God see you, but he wants the greatest good for you. Now that is some peace. And one of my favorite parts uh, that I just learned from, from our Jewish brothers and sisters is that, that they also refer to this blessing, not only as the priestly blessing that Aaron and his sons would give, but they also refer to it as a divine hug. God doesn't just want to make sure that you have what you need, but he will. God doesn't only want to, you to know that you are always in his presence because he will never leave you or forsake you. But he also wants to make sure you hear that even, even though he's going to make sure you have all of those things, he's also going to make sure that you know he loves you and wants the best for you. That's a pretty great hug. That's a pretty awesome hug from our Father God. It's one of those things that helps to bring us together. It's one of those things that, that allows us to hear and learn and grow, right? When we hear that blessing with a little more understanding, 
becomes even more important, becomes even more precious. And whether, whether it's something that, that our children are learning in Sunday school or whether it's something you get to recognize the next time you turn on, on Caleb or, or, or put, choose your Carrie Job or Elevation Worship and you hear the words in that song, the blessing, because they are exactly this scripture, Right? Lord bless you and keep you. Make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace. And the beauty of that is that this song specifically, because of course I was looking at it, right? As we continue through it and, and we continue to, to sing this, the lyrics to the song, the next part talks about his favor. How he wants us to have what the blessing, right? The continued covenant of Abraham, that his favor would be upon you and a thousand generations in your family and their children and their children. That's that first verse. That's, that, that's verse 24, that we would know that, that continued fulfillment of God's covenant to Abraham. And then, and then it goes on and it says, may his presence go before you and behind you and beside you and around you and within you, he is with you. It's, it's verse 25, it's knowing his presence always with us. He is with you. And of course, they, they use verse 26 as well. That we would know he is with us in the morning and in the evening, in our coming and our going, in our weeping and our rejoicing. He is for you. It's all there. It's all there. Sometimes it just feels like a, a, a nice worship song but I don't want you to ever hear it again and not rec be able to recognize this divine hug that God has for each one of you. And friends, we are also a part of the priesthood of all believers. That's also in scripture, that we are the priesthood of all believers. And so you get to pray that blessing as well. Pray that blessing upon others. I'm usually listening to the radio in my car so, so yesterday I was up and back to Edinburgh and, and the song came on and I was praying the blessing over the truck drivers and over the travelers, over the ones coming and going. You can pray that blessing that others would know that divine hug. And listen, it's because, it's because from our childhood, we have known that the Bible tells us so. So keep singing. Don't let those songs end. And can we be a little more excited too, like when the kids are singing? You know how excited they get? Maybe we could, uh, I don't know, relax our arms a bit instead of, maybe we could relax a little bit. Allow ourselves to just be in the presence of the Lord. 
allow ourselves not only to worship God, but to bless God and those around us too. Let's pray. God, you are so good, and we thank you for this love that you have for us that pours out your blessing upon us, pours out a blessing that that not only acts to sustain us, that not only reminds us that you are always with us, but even goes so far to tell us that you see us just Just me, you see me. You don't just see me, you see that person that's 12,000 miles away. You see us and you want the absolute best for us. So as we worship you, God, as we sing your praise, as we're reminded maybe of those times maybe feeling awfully long ago. God, will you bring us back a sense of joy and expectancy and elation just to be in your presence and to sing your praises. In Jesus' name, amen.